0: Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Tywood Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. 1st John 1, four. Come on. Now you apply it to yourself, I am of God. I, that is, I belong to God. I am the purchase of God. And because of that, I have overcome them. Who are them? The world, the powers in the world, the devil and people who are agents of the devil. So I have overcome them. Why? Because greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. Hello. Woohoo! I feel the fire. First John five four. How does he read? Whatever is born of God. Remember, I am of God. I belong to God. I am the purchase of, of God. He didn't purchase me with silver and gold. With his blood. So we are talking life. I'm a son. Hello. John chapter 1 verse 12. Uh-huh. So And whatever is born of God overcomes the world. So if you stop there, you are an overcomer. Is somebody hearing me? Because if you know you are born of God, you are an overcomer. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our faith. So yes, I'm an overcomer. But there is... the, 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 The real tool that I have to overcome is my faith. I am an overcomer. But I overcome through my faith. Hallelujah. Because whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Is somebody hearing me? Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Overcomes the powers of the world. Overcomes the devil who is ruling in the world. Whatever is born of God overcomes the world. So if you can come to terms with the fact that you are born of God, you are an overcomer. Yeah? This covenant thing is too much. We give him praise. Hebrews chapter 13, now verse 20, 21, or verses 20, 21. Now, may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you fit, make you complete, make you perfect, in every good work, so that you will do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing. Oh, glory be to God in the highest. Uh, in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom all glory or be glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. The area I just want to stress for the next few minutes is through the blood of everlasting covenant, make you fit. Um, you realize that somewhere along the line, I don't know where, we started getting, to, getting it wrong. I mean, maybe not everybody, but um, I did. And uh, that's the result of what I've been hearing preaching, people preaching a long time. And this is where we got it wrong. We switched, uh, we started believing that, it is in our doing that we satisfy the end of god the to please him as it were you are not too wrong but you are not totally correct because if it does not make you you cannot do can i continue It will be wrong for you to expect the unbeliever to fear God. Why will he fear God? He's an unbeliever. And this is not to attack unbelievers because we ourselves are saved by grace. I'm sure you know that. Praise the Lord. So we cannot boast. Good. But in the eyes of heaven, in the eyes of God, you are a son of God. The unbeliever is of his father, the devil. That's why when it comes to the issue of marriage, the Bible says you cannot be unequally yoked. You will suffer. Because he will be doing what he believes is right. And you will want to do what you believe is right. But you see, the two of you are not right. But you see, according to his own family background and lineage, he is right. Let me make it, let me just kind of, for the sake of teaching, how will he, I mean, how will it? or what will it look like if I marry the daughter of a Shogo priest? That's what they believe. Do they believe in God? Yes. Only that their God is Shogo. So we get home, and I'm saying, In the name of Jesus. she saying, What are you talking about? Instead, she did all she put her own additional and she goes, Where? She's waiting for fire to come out of her mouth. <laughs> She'll go. That's who she is. So the question is, Did you, where did you find out? Didn't you know before you got married to him or her? So what makes you think that, that marriage you want? Because marriage makes you one. Can you be one when the Spirit's in you are different? So you actually signed up for battle. For war. For the rest of your life. The mercy of God will be such that you will so war that you will snatch him from the hand of the devil. Then you will come to know Jesus. That's the only way you can win. Or you snatch her. Is somebody hearing me? And so I mean I, I tell the Was by the grace of God. I said, see, I fear for you, I want you to get married. But I would rather you don't get married at all, your whole life, than to marry and live in hell until you die. Because from the moment I say I do, it's a change. Game has changed. So it's good to marry a Christian, even if they are baby Christians. They will grow. All right. So what I'm saying is this. There's a difference between making and doing. I think our emphasis should be be more on what he's making us to be than what we think we are doing to please him. Um, I was thinking in the car, normally in ministry classes, I bring two I mean, sets of two words, about four or five of them. If you cannot differentiate this, you cannot lead in the church. For example, faith and pride. Humility and fear. Hello. Ice. Glory be to God in the highest. Otherwise, we end up being ruled by emotions and you think it's Christianity. So by the same token, from the way the Holy Ghost brought it to me, what I want to make clear in the next 10 minutes is what should we be doing? Running after what we can do or what is making us to be so, is it more of being or more of doing? What do you think is of more significance to him? What he's making us to be or what we think he's making us to do? Come on, talk to me. What is he making us to, be? to be. He's more interested in your being. Because when you be, you will do. By the same token, you discover that because of that, most of us are looking at what we can get. So we are need-driven Christians. So once we come in, is what we need. And some cases what we want. Not so much what he's making us. And by that definition, what we Uh, it's more of what we are to give, what we are made, what we are called to do. We are to to, to give, actually, because when I'm made, then I become a source, much more than a collector. Yes, that's it. And that's why when it comes to covenant, I will bless you. And you say, I will make you a blessing. Straight away. The Christianity that stops at bless me, 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 is only one third the way up. How many of you would rather your children remain daddy, 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 when they were 10? Daddy. 20? Daddy. 30? Daddy. 40? Daddy. 50? Then you are, then we should clap for you, you've done a good job. There's a time when you say that they relax because now they've been made. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus is Lord. Can you see? It says, The God of peace, made the God of peace, who brought again the Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep. All these things are significant through the blood of the everlasting covenant, may this God make you. What is he making you do? Making you to do his will. You are now. I want to do. Be made to do first of all. So I think we should pursue our being made much more than what we think we can achieve or do. So this is what drove me this morning, and I was just looking at it. I got excited. When I get excited, I stop midway and I don't continue. So I'm learning to keep myself there and get more before I jump. Because when I jump up, I run, run, run. Then I go and look for how to relax. And then before you come back. I was so excited, actually, looking at it this way. And I realized that all through the Bible, God has always said the same thing He gave me beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for morning, where is that? Isaiah, The garment of praise, for the spirit of hell. Why? That I might be that I might what? That I might become that I would become the tree of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. Don't try totally be glorified. Why? When I become the tree of righteousness, I start to produce. hello uh, you get what I'm saying that we might be trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord that he... even in the Old Testament the Old Testament the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he makes me He makes me. He leads me. He restores. He leads me. For his name's sake. (laughs) It's not how good I can do it. This is making a leading that makes me produce results. So, what if I give more attention to what he's making of me? And when it comes to covenant, he never calls you and dump you there. He calls you and walks you through. That's why when it comes to covenant without old or new testament, you always find a clause, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you and Lord I am with you always even until the end of the ages so don't be afraid that you will fail you won't fail no 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 no. virtually you won't fail in reality you won't fail in the name of Jesus you won't fail in character you won't fail in, in, in doing exploits in the name of Jesus you won't fail the fact that some people fail doesn't mean that you are going to fail So God, when it comes to covenant, he makes see, everything you ever will become in life is through the covenant. And how? If you know that scripture made the God of peace. When it comes to God's relationship with man, it's peace. What do you mean? It says ah, (laughs) removing the wall of partitioning between man and him. But before then, the one between man and man he will remove that and then bring the two sides together and all will become one in him. That's covenant. Bring in peace. Who raised the Lord from the dead? How? Through his death and resurrection. So I want you to see how it has worked. Because the truth is that when you understand, nobody can just push you around anymore. Who brought him from the death? Or from the dead? That great shepherd of the sheep. <laughs> you find, you find that shepherd thing stressed properly in the book of Hebrews. The chief shepherd. A great shepherd in the book of John, I believe. The shepherd of the sheep. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant. Make you. That's why this song makes meaning. Oh, what can wash away my sins nothing now listen to the next slide what can make, make, make 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 me whole make me complete make me fit make me perfect it's the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus come on oh Precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. In. Quickly, I just want you to see something there. I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser. People didn't know what he was saying there fully, but Paul brought it out very well in his epistles. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, it takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruits. So we're interested in more fruits. Again, interpretation is the problem of verse two because it doesn't mean that he cuts you away. There's a cutting away. Down, 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 down. Now, where is it? I'll tell you now. Hmm. Verse 6 is where you see they're cutting and casting out as a branch. The taking away here is a term. It's an idiom in Hebrew that they didn't get right. And that's what happens in the vine. They are so laden with fruit that they come down. And if, you, if it touches the earth, mildew will attack its sand, ants. So what, does it, what do they do? They go up there and pick it up, wash it, and strap it to the body. Elevate it away. That's why it says... Uh, he takes away and every branch he prunes to make you are already clean how does that relate and what cleans you the word so his interest is your, your bearing fruits producing results so you may say but that's doing pastor I agree with you but watch this you are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you abide in me look at that look at that just follow abide in me I mean, maybe from their culture they understood that. Uh, but if you're a Christian, if you have not been taught about the fact that you do abide in him and abide in him, you'll be wondering, how do I abide in him? Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you bear unless you abide in me. Now, by talking of your bearing fruits, He's introducing cleansing, and then it's introducing abiding in me and I in you to bear fruit. That's why more emphasis should be on the making th- process. Because that's where the whole thing happens. I am made. You are made. And he's still making us. I like that song. He's come back to me again. He said, he's still working on me to make me all I ought to be. It took him just a week to make the moon and stars, the sun and the earth and Jupiter and Mars. How lovely and patient he must be still working on title. He's made me. I'm completing him. The day I gave my life to him. But there is there, there, there's, there, there's the process of continual maturing and maturity leading to the ultimate consummation of my true sonship. I'm a son. And that's why we talk that's There's on the spot sanctification when you give your life, the sanctification is all through your life. I know, but the way I teach it, when I teach it, believers' class, or I teach, you know, I teach all these classes before we begin to uh, delegate. But it's been long since I did. See, simply put, the day Pastor J was born, he was a man. Heartbeats, some few minutes old. But could he do what he's doing now? Then no. But do, does that change the fact that he was a full man? Huh? But so nurturing continues. Feeding, nurturing. You are a full being in Christ Jesus. But you need to constantly feed. But where I'm saying, going is this can I see it is me in him and him in me? It is my my making that ensures my doing. Uh, Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit in itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out. As a branch and is withered. Compare that to taking away. So it's not cutting. He taking away. In verse 2. Okay. All right. And it's withered. And he gathered them and threw them into the fire. And they are born. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what? What you desire. And it shall be done. I says, by this am I, is my father glorified. You know, I'm saying to God, I said to God, I said, it's not so much of head knowledge now. I want real stuff. Help me. Make me. Yeah, I feel the fire now. But let me give you a scripture. Second Corinthians chapter 4. Write them down. So you can study on yourself by yourself at home. Second Corinthians 4, just to show you this. Verse 7. But we have this treasure in the vessel. Can you see where it all happens? We have this treasure in the earthen vessel. Yeah? That's, that's, see, the real. I was reading something this morning. Say incarnation. Incarnation, in the real sense is, is fleshing up. That means that the naked Jew is the spirit. So, yeah. So now we have the spirit of God. Where you go born again? So you are now the vessel. Of the spirit of God, that's why the Bible says, Don't you know? <laughs> Come on, listen to it. No, you know that your body is the temple, there is a living spirit of God, as the, uh, the spirit living inside of you, and the secret of all Jesus did on earth, John chapter 5, you find it there. It says, ah, 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 ah. See. My, I mean, my father is in me, and so I can't do anything. It's what he says. Once he speaks, I do. It is my being that commands my doing. I'm a son. I'm the son. Okay. We have this uh, 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 treasure in an earthen vessel. Can you be point to yourself? Say, um, uh, <laughs> I have the treasure inside of me. I'm not just joking now. Hell, hell, hates what I say. I have the kingdom treasure. I have the life of God inside of me. I am a carrier of his person, a carrier of his spirit, a carrier of his nature. That's why Paul says, if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead so his argument has been that he dwells inside of you. If he does, then he will quicken your mortal bodies, he will heal your body. Woo-hoo. I feel the fire. Huh? So he, he talked them to a place where the spirit dwells there. And if he does, so what do you think struggling with? Yeah. Let me jump. That the excellence of the power may be of God, not of us. It says uh-huh. Verse, look at the next verse. <laughs> we are heart pressed. Oh, but you can see the treasure is there, but we are heart pressed. That's why we cannot be crushed. Uh-huh. We are perplexed, but we will never be in despair. Why? We have this treasure. Persecuted. It's okay. But never forsaken. I ah, know I'm never forsaken. Stroke down. But I cannot be destroyed. Why? There is the treasure. <laughs> can I see covenant? Now you can see now that I, I belong to him. And I've overcome the world. Why? Greater is he that is him. Is the same thing. That was John again talking. I'll show you one more thing here before I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you now talking about himself, always carrying on the body, this is a nervous level for who? I always divided the dead. Okay, yes, yes, yes. So then, death is walking over there. Yes, yes, yes. Now, look at verse 13. The same segment. Look at verse 13. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believe and therefore I because I know the spirit inside of me and because I believe, then I speak. You want to see this spirit inside of me work? Hear me speak. glory be to god in the highest somebody declare i'm a covenant child of god say it again say it again say it again if you are not born again you have no boldness to say it i understand if you are born again say say i am a covenant child of god but by the blood of the everlasting covenant I'm a covenant child of God. I'm a covenant child of God. Delivered from sin, from shame, from sickness, from guilt. I'm a covenant child of God. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Now I can appreciate Ephesians. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you can ever think or imagine. According to the power. Here Ephesians in chapter 1. It says that you understand the exceeding greatness of his power towards you below, higher and above anything you can think of on earth in the universe Woo. I feel the fire <laughs> I command that fire inside of you right now to rise uh-huh. healing your bodies answering your questions delivering you from every oppression of the devil I say in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus Say it again, I'm becoming a child of God. That means that creation bows when you move, when you talk. In the name of Jesus. Father, we give you praise. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Di Koya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, off Town Planning Way, Ilukuji, Lagos visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.